In addition to what we've looked at so far, which I would call monatomic ions, which means single atoms with a charge, single atomed ions, there is a group of what's called polyatomic ions. Poly means many, many atomed ions. These are just groups of atoms with a charge, more often negative, but occasionally positive too. And these, unfortunately, are super common in chemistry. Chemistry. Now, if you look at these lists right here, like here's fluoride and there's iodide. So fluorine to fluoride, iodine to iodide. But wait, there's cyanide. Cyanide is a polyatomic ion. It has a C and an N, and those two come together to have a negative one charge. So cyanide is not carbon or nitrogen. It's both of them together with a negative one charge. Here's hydroxide. We're going to talk a lot about hydroxide. Hydroxide is an O with a oxygen with a hydrogen and a negative one charge. Hydroxide is really common. And there's a bunch of these. Here's acetate. That's one that we'll run into quite often. NO3, negative one is nitrate. So a nitrogen, three oxygens, and a negative one charge. Permanganate is fairly common. Carbonate carbon, oxygen, uh, three oxygens, and a negative two charge, phosphate on the bottom. There's lots of these, gang, and you've kind of got to know them. Notice here how the darker black kind of bolded ones are the what they consider here to be more common, <laughs> all right? That's somewhat accurate, somewhat inaccurate, but still it's a place to start. Um, in a face-to-face -face class, I would I would, or I will, depending on what you're taking right now, I would give you quizzes or exams where you'd have to know slash memorize these. And I do encourage you, regardless of your learning situation, to kind of commit these to memory. We're going to run into them all the time and not having to look up nitrate is NO3 minus one is going to take a lot of time. Even with the powerful Google, you're still going to have to type it in or voice it or whatever <laughs> mechanism you use um, for Google and stuff. So it's really cool to memorize them. Um, in the old days, I would use a flashcard. On one side of the flashcard, I would write nitrate. And on the other side of the card, I would write NO3 negative one. So you need to know the name and you need to know the types of atoms and the charge associated with it and if i was waiting for the bus or something like that or waiting at my friend's house i would just flip through them kind of this is what i did then they of course have uh flashcards now online uh, you can look at on your phone or your computer and stuff like that but the more time you spend with this the better they're going to run into uh to them quite a bit i'm letting you know here's a little bit more thorough list um and there's lots and lots of these as you can see. One of the few positive ones is NH4 with a plus one. It's called ammonium. And ammonium is, is related to ammonia, which is NH3. I told you to know slash memorize ammonia in a previous lecture. Ammonium is also important. You can see that there's like a plus one hydrogen connected to ammonia to make ammonium. Or you take away that H plus to make ammonia. 
ammonia from ammonium either way but anyway this is just a little bit longer group um, in the chem 221 nomenclature lab um, that's the definitive list if you will of polyatomic ions to know slash memorize there are a gazillion nice science word i know but there's literally a ton of these crazy polyatomics out there and again the more familiar you are with it the better and so this is a good reference the one in the lab is a better reference please make sure you know about that um, down here is a note if you see something that ends in ate or ite that usually means that it's an oxygen containing anion or an oxygen containing polyatomic ion so if you look like here's ate phosphate all right here's eight in nitrate and also it in nitrite so eight and it usually all right mean that there's an oxygen in it um, there are some exceptions but that's a pretty good kind of overview of some of these so that's another little hint here to figure things out which of the following polyatomic ions probably does not contain oxygen okay so remembering earlier how the eights and ites if you see that ending that usually means that you've got oxygen so phosphate that's got ate at the ending that's got oxygen hypoiodite is the next one but it has an ite ending probably going to have oxygen selenate ate you bet nitrate ate you bet but aha cyanide cyanide does not have an eight or an eight ending so like we talked about earlier cyanide is cn negative one there's no oxygen in it so again often then ate or ite ending or suffix indicates oxygen phosphate is phosphorus with oxygen hypoiodite is an iodine i atom with oxygen selenate is selenium nitrate would have nitrogen but cyanide does not have any oxygen no ate or ite ending another way to learn the polyatomic ions is to use the little expression from related to nick the camel and the expression is nick the camel brat ate icky clam for supper in phoenix and you're like okay that sounds pretty disgusting and you're probably also like um what exactly is the purpose of this dr russell and i totally understand it is an acronym and each of those phrases nick camel brat icky clam supper phoenix has a meaning now a consonant in the english language is not a vowel and the vowels are a e i o u sometimes y so if it's not A-E-I-O-U, it's considered a consonant. So notice here in Nick, you have three consonants. N, C, and K are not vowels, but it does have one vowel. So the number of consonants equals the numbers of oxygen, and the number of vowels is the charge. So Nick has three consonants. It's got three oxygens. The I is the uh, negative, the single negative one charge, and the N is the nitrogen of nitrate. So nitrate is NO3 negative one. Now, camel has three consonants, C, M, and L. It has two vowels, A and E. So C is carbonate, carbon with oxygen, all right? That means CO3 for three consonants and a negative two charge because of the two vowels. And you can keep going through and see how all of these work. 
If you want to go really crazy, maybe Nick had crepes for dessert. <laughs> crepes is chromate, another one we'll run into sometimes. Now, this is totally an optional thing to use. Some people love Nick the Camel, and some people think it's really silly. And I don't care which camp you're in, right? You can think it's cool or silly, and I'll still am very pleased to have you in my class. However, if it does help, this is something that has been useful in the past. Um, check it out. Little little practice with it and it will rock you pretty well. But again, I was always more of just a memorization person with my flashcards. But anyway, I'm nerdy chemist, so what do you expect? Here's some examples of the importance of polyatomic ions. Nitrate is NO3 with a negative one charge. And we're going to see that nitric acid, which maybe you've heard of before, which is a real common and powerful acid, is basically nitrate with an H+. And acids oftentimes have an H+, maybe even two H-pluses connected to them. So nitric acid loves to give rid of that H plus and this is the acidic hydrogen by the way and when it does it makes nitrate so nitric acid and nitrate are related to each other there's a lot of nitrate in the world there is quite a bit of nitric acid but not as much of nitrate nitric acid loves to give up the H plus so acids will have this hydrogen which is acidic and notice that this hydrogen is listed first that's a way to show other chemists the importance of that hydrogen because it's acidic. Other examples of this, uh, NH4 we saw was ammonium, all right? And NH3 we saw earlier was ammonia. And this is another important combination you've got to know about. Now, ammonia, NH3, reacts readily with water to make ammonium hydroxide. Now ammonium hydroxide has the ammonium NH4 plus as well as a hydroxide. Hydroxide is another um, polyatomic ion. So it's easy to go from ammonia to ammonium or ammonium back to ammonia if you know what you're doing. And it's another thing that shows the importance of acids, the H plus. Adding H plus or taking away H plus makes one or the other. But for right now, the important thing, ammonium is one of the few positive polyatomic ions or cations we're going to look at. And it is different than ammonia. Ammonia, you have to add an acid H plus to make ammonium. Here's some other ones. Phosphate, PO4 with a negative three charge. Phosphate shows up a lot in biology. Acetate, which is used for lots of things, is a CH3CO2 minus one. Um, this is the picture of acetate. This is the CH3. Here is the CO. And then this is the O minus part right there. It's the acetate. Finally, on the right side, you've got sulfate and sulfite. And I put these up here because the ATE, a polyatomic with an AT ending, that's the most common form of sulfur with oxygen. Sulfate is actually pretty, pretty common. And sulfate, sulfur with four oxygens and a negative two charge. However, you do run into, or people will use in their day-to-day -day life, the version with one less oxygen 
oxygen, which is called sulfite. So you can see there going from sulfate to sulfite, it's basically one less oxygen. You still have the sulfur central atom, you still have a negative two charge, but sulfite has one less oxygen than sulfate. And this is a common kind of a pattern you're going to see. Sulfate, sulfite, one less oxygen. Now, phosphate and phosphite are also compounds that exist. Phosphite, if you were going to make it, that would be PO3 with a negative 3 charge. Same charge, by the way, negative 3, 3 minus, same thing. Same central atom, phosphorus, but this one then would be phosphite. P-H-I-T, sorry, my pen doesn't work sometimes super well. So phosphate, phosphite, one less oxygen. So it's not that it means that eights always have four or something like that, or the charge, it just, it's a re relative reference. Explore this a little bit, you'll see what I mean. Nitrate and nitrite, similar kind of things. Again, same central atom, nitrogen, but eight more than ite. So eight has three oxygens in this case, and ite has two. Notice on the last examples that phosphate, phosphite were four oxygens to three oxygens. The eight to ite just means you have one less oxygen. It doesn't mean you start with three or four oxygens. You have to know more about it. And that's where Nick the Camel thing pops in. Um, on the bottom here, we've got another way. This is the blue box is the eight, and that's the most common of the polyatomic ions with that central atom. And as you remove an oxygen, you go to the ITE. So chlorate, you can see in the kind of bluish box, goes to chloride. Now, once in a while, you can even have one less oxygen. So if you take away one oxygen from chlorite, you make hypochlorite. So notice the chlor part in the middle is the same here. You're just going chlorate to chlorite to hypochlorite. And once in a while, you can add one more oxygen to the common form. And chlorate plus one more oxygen would be ClO4 negative one. That still has the chlorate base, but you put a per in front of it. So per chlorate would have one more oxygen than chlorate. Well, chlorite one less oxygen and hypochlorite two less oxygen. On the website or the companion, if you have it, there's a common polyatomic ions and their corresponding acids handout. It talks more about Nick the Camel and also how you can relate Nick the Camel to acids. And I do recommend that you check that out if you have nothing else better to do. Try not to shoot the instructor. All right.